day 17 of the Pray First 21 Days of Prayer campaign. Um, it's awesome that we've made it this far, and I've been incredibly blessed, and I hope you have too. Um, and for these last few days of the campaign, I, I want to challenge us a, a little bit to pray hugely ridiculous prayers, if I can pick that phrase. And, and not only that, but I want to challenge our thinking about what hugely ridiculous might mean. And, and this is kind of what I mean by this. Why do we think that some prayers are, are harder to pray than others? Um, or maybe, say, less likely to be answered than others. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Um, you know, pray for a headache healing. You know, sure, I can do that. But pray for a cancer to disappear. Like, we pause. There's this internal thing, right? And, and, and why would it be harder for an infinite God? And, and the answer is that it wouldn't be harder for an infinite God. But I think that we have a hard time understanding what infinite means. Infinite means there are no measures that we can apply to God. There is, There are no measures that we can apply to God's power, or God's ability, God's grace. Um, there is no exhausting God's power. God doesn't need a rest and recovery period after he does something. God just does. God simply acts. It would take no more or no, no less for God to help you find your keys in the morning or to create a new planet. Either one is equally possible with God, and neither one takes more or less power because his power is infinite. And that's that's a really hard thing to comprehend, but it is so true, and we need to wrap our brains about this. Um, there are no odds with God. There are no probabilities with God. There are no what are the chances consideration with God? I mean, little things like Jesus's miracle. Think of Jesus's miracle with the five loaves and the two fish. With Jesus, the math works like this. Five plus two equals 5,000 men being fed with a remainder of 12 baskets left over. They ended up with more food than what they started with. And so we need to stop limiting our prayers by what, by what we think might be too much to ask for. We need to come to the Father. We need to remember that He gets the glory in everything. And then we need to ask for something huge that would bring His kingdom and His will into our limited reality through us or for us. That's how Jesus taught us to pray. So it doesn't matter how big the crowd is that needs to be fed. It doesn't matter how big the lion is that you chased into the pit. Um, it doesn't matter how small or how big your prayer seems. Here's what matters. How big is your God? See, I, I'm increasingly convinced that the majority of our problems um, in living out this day-to-day -day faith and kind of coming up against challenges and trials and tests and that kind of thing, really our problems are perceptual. Our problems are not circumstantial. Every bad decision, every doubt that we've had every time that we took a problem back off the altar and kind of made a fresh mess of it, I bet they could all be traced back to a very diminished view of God. Um, you've probably heard Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9 before, but have you thought in detail about the scale that it gives us of God? Here's what it says in the New Living Translation. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Now, to put this into perspective, astronomers have sighted galaxies 12.3 billion light years away. Now, light from the sun is eight minutes old by the time we see it, and light travels at 186,000 miles per second. So the 93 million miles between us and the sun only takes an eight-minute commu eight commute for light. 
but the light from those far galaxies takes 12.3 billion years to reach us. God says, start to wrap your brain around that, and that's about how far your thoughts are below mine. So it's time for us to take God out of the box of our limited understanding and our limited expectations. For sure, we need to fine-tune our motives and we need to fine-tune our desires to match His will, but let it never be said that we insulted God's power by praying prayers that were too small. To help you understand how ready God is to answer us, um, take a look at Isaiah chapter 55 today. It's a short read, and I think it will bless you. And then as you head into your prayer time, Stop and ask yourself first, what's too big to ask God for today? What is just simply out of reach? And then whatever that is, pray it.